American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here as the fill-in host for Scott and Richard, the Lee brothers. Uh, we want to welcome you back to the program. Thank you for staying over. And we want to welcome uh, to the program my good friend, Bill Cook. And uh, Bill, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Thank you so much for being with us, Bill. And, uh, you know, I was telling folks a little earlier before you called into the program uh, that you are the founder uh, and, and, and the leader of the Black Robe Regiment, and that the uh, Black Robe Regiment was what the British referred to the pastors in Revolutionary War, wartime America, because it was the pastors that gave the backbone to the colonials to even stand up to what then, you know, truly was the world's only superpower. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, yes. So uh, share with the audience a little bit about the history uh, and the idea behind the Black Robe Regiment, uh, you know, where it came from and where you where you envision taking it. Well, um, it really is. A, the Black Robe Regiment started as the Black Robe Regiment of Virginia. Now we're calling it the America's Black Robe Regiment because we've got a, a group now in Georgia that wants to start another contingent of Black Robe Regiment. And um, the idea is not new. It's been around since the American, since before the American Revolution. The British, one of our enemies, actually um, coined the expression. And Black Robe Regiment, it was, the black, the ref, it was a reference. It really was a derisive reference to the black, uh, common, common black robes that clergy at that time wore. So they called them the Black Regiment. And the reason they did that is because the clergy were really seminal in the American Revolution, in the in the yearning for liberty. They taught the they taught the um, political ideology that's, that's mm -hmm. embodied in the founding charters for 15 years before the revolution ever began. So you and, so uh, so Bill, back then you never heard what you hear today that the preacher cannot preach politics from the pulpit. Well, in fact. Uh, had somebody come along and started talking about separation of church and state, they would have condemned it. Right, right. It would have been summarily dismissed and condemned. It's ridiculous. The idea that the clergy can't speak about uh, political issues or government or anything like that. They talk, it, If it was not for the clergy, Americans wouldn't even understand what liberty is. So mm -hmm. um, it was profound. Right, right. Yeah. But, but, but go ahead with... Uh, where where this movement is being taken today and, and, and you know some of the things that the Black Robe Regiment is doing. Well let me let me give you an example of what we just did down in Richmond and um, last on the sixteenth, the Tuesday the sixteenth of this month, several ministers, roughly twenty one ministers gathered in a in a small room down in Richmond at the Virginia Christian Alliance. Yes, I was and there. You were there, correct? yes. And uh, we interviewed all four U.S. Senate candidates running in the, running in the state of Virginia mm -hmm. during that gathering, and we did that under the auspices of the Virginia Watchman Council, which I'm also a member of. And mm -hmm. we basically sat with each of those each of those uh, candidates for one hour 
and heard their positions on any number of critical issues, not the issues that somebody might, you know, ask from a secular perspective, but we mm-hmm. asked things that reflected the values that, that God wants us to have. And so at the end of that, we, we ended up making an endorsement. And where the Black Robe Regiment goes is simply embracing the embracing the, uh, the legacy of the founding of the clergy of the revolution, mm-hmm. we believe that, that um, pastors, we're, we're, we aspire to the exemplary lives of the bold and courageous ministers who um, who garrisoned the pulpit of the American Revolution. Yes. And they were aptly portrayed by, a, by an historian named John Wingate Thornton, saying they were Timothys in their houses, Chrysostomes in their pulpits, and Augustines in their disputations. And so, um, as they fought for their country in every way possible, we believe it, that America is really on the cusp of dying. It's, it's been dying for a number of years. And, and we believe the clergy are critical to the restoration of liberty in this country. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think people realize how close we came during the administration of Barack Obama uh, losing this country. Yeah, or in the in the the election, uh, the attempted election of Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, we, you're right. We came close. Now, had one of the uh, low fat Republicans, as I call them, had one of them won the nomination, um, you know, a Jeb Bush type of guy. Uh, there's no way they would have defeated the Clinton machine. No way. No, j- there's just no way. You know. Uh, you know the uh, the and and look, you see, Donald Trump is having a hard time with the uh, the deep state uh, right now. The uh, the lies of uh, all this phony Russia collusion, and there's proven Russia collusion with the Clintons uh, and the uh, Obama administration. And there's not even an investigation, Bill. <laughs> the the, no, the phony investigation no, against President Trump. Right, we don't know about it, and there are. What's, what has been done, you mentioned the deep state, I can tell you that it's real, and I've talked to people that know, know it's real, that know about it, and um, the, the, uh, it's, there, really, there really needs to be um, prosecution happening in terms of treason and sedition. Yes. Because that's what's happening. It's really a seditious enterprise yes. that's being orchestrated. It's actually a conspiracy. And, you know, I don't like to use the term conspiracy, but I'll tell you, um, when you think of the people that are involved, it, it seems pretty safe to say that that's what's going on right now in the deep state. And so, um, But, Bill, is this not biblical? Can't we go to the book of Daniel and read how people would try to trap the, uh, the king uh, because the king wanted to follow the law and, and how advisors to the king tried to trap him and get him to kill Daniel and his brothers? Right. There's this no, this no is nothing what, new. It isn't new. I mean, evil is evil. Tyranny likes to, to kill, steal, and destroy, just like the, its father, the devil. Yeah. And so that's what tyrants do. They start out by lying to gain power, and then mm-hmm. once they get power, they still steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Everything they touch. Now, Bill, back to this vetting that we did of the, uh, of the four candidates. Uh, you know, and I talked a little bit about this, that— um, that that very week that it happened, and and we we were honored to have uh, the gentleman that we as a group had endorsed, uh, Delegate Nick Freitas. We had him on the air uh, that week, as well as we had Corey Stewart on also. And mm-hmm. uh, and and I do I have to say this, uh, 
bill. Uh, I, not, you know, nothing against uh, Nick. I liked all of the candidates. As a, as a member of the uh, Watchman's Council, I stand by the endorsement of the Watchman's Council. But as an individual, I cannot endorse, uh, particularly this early, I cannot endorse because sometimes I, I get a request to be a debate moderator. And, mm-hmm. and so that may come up again this go round. So, you know, and, and, and the listeners out there know that I'm tough but fair, okay, that I would not put my thumb on the scale for, for any one particular candidate. And right. uh, so I just, I just wanted to get that out there. But you're absolutely right, Bill. It was a very thorough vetting. As a matter of fact, both men came on and talked about the thoroughness of the vetting and, uh, and how much they enjoyed participating. Well, and, tr- and truth be known, I'm like you. I, I mean, um, Nick was not my vote for endorsement. I, I supported him. Now, I didn't say that, Bill. I kept that uh, zip, zip. <laughs> okay. I, 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 don't, I don't mind telling people. I mean, the other men were, all of them really were, could, could have legitimately been elected. I thought yeah. they all had good quality. Yeah, we they're, they're, it's a great group, and, you know, and the three, three of them, well, even the fourth guy is a good man, but – but I mean, to be honest and fair, there's only three of them. Uh, that would be Nick, our nominee, and that would be Corey Stewart, and that would be E.W. Jackson. Uh, right. That could stand toe to toe with the Democrat machine uh, right. that is being led by uh, Tim Kaine. And uh, well, here's so, the important thing to say about what happened. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing we this was ministers. These weren't just people that were political activists in that room vetting these guys. These and a wide group, Bill, right. from Patrick, all over Virginia. All over the state of Virginia. And this is the kind of thing that pastors need to get involved in, and stop involved in and stop being afraid to assert themselves in the civil society. The, the culture is desperately calling out for pastors to get yes. involved. Well, tell, and, uh, tell the pastors how they can, uh, how they can get involved. Well, one of the ways is they can sign up for uh, for our emails on at uh, blackroberegiment.us, and we'll we'll put them on our email list. That's one way to stay informed. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, we got with we, thirty minute thirty seconds to break. Bill, can can you can I can I get you to hold on for and and, and stay with us another segment, please? Sure. Yeah, great, great, because this is fascinating, and then you have some other great. Great news to share also. So we're going to take our quarter to the hour break, folks. And, uh, and again, this is if you're accustomed to hearing Scott and Richard Lee. Uh, Richard Lee is in surgery, and uh, the Lee brothers have asked me, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, to sit in. We're going to take a break now. We will be right back. 